Jono, Ben and Sharon. Welcome to the program. Yeah, here we go. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and this is a show you want to be listening to. We've got Drake tickets to give away after 4 o'clock at Double Pass the Drake. Oh, yeah, if you want to head along to that, it's oh. going to be good. Also, if you're in a relationship, well, you're not in a relationship, you want to get in a relationship, we have got the answer to everything. We have experts coming into the studio. Ooh la la. How's your relationship, guys? You guys are in great relationships? You got a good relationship, Sharon? Well, last night I got uh, angry at my husband because he didn't hear me when I told him I was going to drink a sparkling duet. Okay, well... So that kind of annoyed me, but apart from that, everything's peachy. Sharon's live <laughs> counselling session later in the show <laughs> with the relationship oh, experts. And coming up next, Jono's trying to get a trend starting. Oh, and it's, yes. It's a dumb idea. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Okay, everyone, just gather around, hold hands. No matter where you are, we're all here this afternoon to support our friend Jonathan Richard Pryor. Even yeah. if you're driving cars, take your hands on no, the steering wheel no, and hold no. hands. We're having a wee intervention right now. Yes. I know what this is about. Jono's out of control. And he keeps trying to start his own catchphrase. Now, I, I, don't know. Ca- I thought it was about his drinking. Oh, no, that's, that's an off-air intervention. Oh, okay, we're going to do that a, later. That's a bit more okay, serious. Sorry. No, he has been trying to get a catchphrase started on the show, which Lucky you may I'm have drunk heard. drunk and I find that funny. You may have heard it. It is called the Wally Stick. Have a listen. You just called Jess a Wally Stick. No one's calling anyone a Wally Stick. Because <laughs> no, no one's ever heard that phrase before. Is Wally Stick the new catchphrase <laughs> no of 2017? Oh, Hashtag God, Wally no, Stick. No, you get a trending. that up. Do you think Wally Stick's catching on as well? No, definitely not. No. Hashtag Wally Stick, no. guys. Get that a go no. on Twitter. Don't be a Wally Stick, mate. I just put that on <laughs> No. Ever since. He said it once and realised it could be cool. Yeah, Wally Stick's catching it's on. It's not. You're not, the only one saying it. Name one other person that has said Wally Stick. Don't be a Wally Stick, Sharon. <laughs> stop, trying to, stop trying to Wally Stick my Wally Stick. Now, we've had some bad trends in 2017. Well, fidget spinners, yeah. they've had their time in the sun. They have. It just sounds like... Dabbing, boom. It's time now for the Wally stick to take over. It sounds like something my mum would say. She'd yeah, be like, it does. Oh, cool bananas, you big Wally stick. <laughs> like, that's what my mum would say. Okay, that's well, what it sounds not, like. I don't care what you think, mate. You know what I care about? I care about the people. Okay, because that's who I'm doing it for. Oh, the God. people. 0800 The Edge. Wally Stick. Can we make this a thing? Because if you say no, I will, I will shut my Wally Stick and I will never <laughs> talk. I will ne- those words will never... What is, well, what's the meaning behind Wally Stick? I haven't, I haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can use your Wally Stick to call us up on our Wally Stick. And, 0800 uh, The Edge is our Wally Stick number. And, uh, and, and if you want me to stop saying Wally Stick, then I won't make it a thing. However, if people are like, yeah, this, this is, I can see something in this, then I will pursue, my friend. I will pursue. We will make this bigger than Wally Stick. I honestly didn't think that I could work with anyone more frustrating than Guy Williams, but like you really mm. sometimes do take the cake. Imagine working with both of them on the TV show. Oh, God, you poor thing. <laughs> you poor thing. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Do you think Wally Stick has the potential to be the next catchphrase or should we kill it well and truly? <laughs> My mum wouldn't even say Wally Stick. You know what? Oh, let's like, call Mary like, in. Okay. Let's call Mary Lou. Mary Allen is here. Let's call Mary. Haven't called her in a while. We'll ring her now and we'll ask her if she would call someone a Wally stick. And if she doesn't, then you know it's not cool. Mary Ellen speaking. Uh, Mary Ellen, I won't let your daughter uh, brainwash you. Okay? Oh. I'm going to jump in early here, Sharon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mary Ellen, so it's John O'Ben and Sharon here. Is it? Get out of here, really? <laughs> it is, it is. Wally stick. Wally stick. As I a, don't know if that's me. <laughs> no, no, as, a, as a mother? Would you call someone a Wally stick? No. See, even my mum won't no, but say maybe it. That but makes that's it a cool. good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. You, yeah, don't, you don't want the now. parents doing it. You <laughs> don't want the parents ruining our buzz, but... No, if my mum thinks it's lame, it's lame. Mum, do you think calling someone a, a Wally stick is lame? Yeah. 
Well, no, I think, I think he's, she's just made it cool. It's good. That's a good oh, thing. Oh, for goodness sake. Thank you, Thank you, No, Mom. that's the sign. As soon as John Key started planking, everyone was like, oh, planking's dead. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's okay. the thing. You don't okay, want the fine, parents fine. catching on to our shoes, man. Fine, we'll ask, we'll ask the people then. I wasn't in the Wally Stick favour, but now I'm coming around to it. Sydney, what do you think? Do you think Wally Stick has potential or is it lame? I think it has potential. But not as a not as a catchphrase, but as something used in a sentence. Yeah, he, that guy's so a wally us, stick. Give us an example, Sydney. So we could go, Jono, you're being a real wally stick. Yeah, that's uh, what that's what playing there, right. like you said, okay. Ben. Yeah. Okay, Sydney's in favour of the wally stick. Annalise, are you a fan of wally stick? I'm not a fan of it. No. Oh. Yeah. See. Go get go get stuffed, you wally stick. <laughs> Someone texts in a 3343. So it's Jono that I have to thank for Wally Stick. My kids say it all the time. For the love of what remains of sanity, please stop saying it. Oh, no, okay. Catching on, this already. Catch on. The kids are loving it. Where's Annalise? The kids are loving it, Annalise. Are you young at heart, mate? I'm 23. 23. So all the other kids are doing it, mate. All the other millennials are loving it. Well, someone texts in a 3343. Maybe it's an elderly catchphrase because a Wally Stick is actually the nickname for a walking stick. Oh, wow. So maybe you're just bringing out granddad lingo. So that's why my mum didn't think it was cool because it was, like, older than her. No, but no. here's the thing. Great parody. Great parody potential. I'll let you lick my wally stick. I just realised that is... Do you have to get the time is... machine to go back what, what? to make this said parody? No, that, you did, just did a lollipop candy shop, didn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you do magic stick? I'll let you lick my magic stick. <laughs> no, I think no, you're doing yeah. I got the wally stick. stick. <laughs> yeah, still. No. No. It's All right. Thanks, Emily. It wasn't about sticks. <laughs> <laughs> what we need now? Celebrity buy-in. No celebrity Celebr- is going to want to get involved. Celebrity buy-in as soon as the celebrities start doing the the, the it, it's the trickle effect. Oh, it God. all melts down the mountain of popularity then, doesn't it? We'll get the celebs on board, oh, guys. Really? John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. We've got uh, Steph with us from the night show. How are you going, Steph? Good. Hello. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Jono, for turning the mic on. Um, no Steph has... I like the guests to come in and figure it out for themselves, <laughs> and then I turn it on. Steph has flabbergasted me. We were having a conversation last night, mm. and it is possibly the best is it weird that we have ever done, so get ready to call us on 0800 The Edge. Steph, tell everybody your sleeping arrangement that you and your boyfriend Jake have. Um, look, I don't think it's that First weird, all, to be honest. First of how old are you? I'm uh, 25. 25 years old, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Okay, carry on. So our sleeping arrangements um, is he spoons me. I'm little spoon, mm-hmm. obviously. And then um, I'm spooning Polar. And Polar is? Polar is my polar bear. He's my teddy bear that I've had since I was born. And he's 25 years old as well. well and I'm glad this, because I was thinking Polar was a human being. So <laughs> that was, it was going to make it an unusual no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. So it's me, my big bear, Jake, and my little bear, Polar. And it's the three of us in the bed. And, um, and, I, and I sleep with him every single night. And I'm not taking, I'm about to go on a big holiday and I'm not taking him with me. And I'm not sure if I'll be able to sleep without him. Oh. So the first thing I thought, of, thought was, that's messed up. Second of all, you had a, you slept with a bloody teddy until yeah. you not when I had a boyfriend a year ago. No, 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 not <laughs> since as soon as I got a boyfriend. I sleep sleep with it when I was single, but not when I had a boyfriend. Like mm. there was no way that Bryce would ever let Bluey yeah, in no, the bed. Jake, Jake loves Paula. Jake says, "What um, happens when you make love though?" He goes on the floor. You have to cover Polar's eyes. <laughs> no, Polar, Polar gets put on the floor. Polar gets the refreshments. And then you pick him back up. Yeah, when it's time to, for cuddles, Polar's back up. Yeah. So you have post-match cuddles <laughs> with a teddy bear and your boyfriend. Yeah. And Jake, Jake, Jake knows how much Polar means to me, and Jake will ask, have you got your bear? And I'm like, yep, yeah, got him. So, yep, yeah, ready to sleep now. Yeah. That is so weird. No, it's not. 
It's it is one hundred percent weird. Yeah. No, he's like, there's something about his smell, and he's like really cozy, and he just makes me like as soon as I start cuddling him, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sleep. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you on this one. I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah. She's gonna go. Right. She's gonna so if Amanda wanted to to cuddle her childhood toy. Yeah. And be with you post-coitus, you'd be like, yes. Well, well, like said, if it was another person, it would be, you know, that would be like, okay, this is a bit weird. That the, the guy keeps coming over from next door. I'm going to keep inviting Greg the neighbour over for spooning throughout the night. He's my comforter. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, we're uh, 800 The Edge. Is it weird? Is it weird uh, as a 25-year-old mm. with, your, with your boyfriend that you, uh, you're, the three of you will cuddle up and spoon with uh, your childhood teddy? We'll take some quick calls on this. So 800 The Edge, what are your first thoughts? Um, it's not weird. I do it too. Yay! How old are you? 14? I'm 21. Oh, for goodness sake. How do you explain that to your boyfriend? Because I remember when Chang used to have a Smurf collection next to his bed, and girls did not enjoy that. So how are you getting away with it? Uh, I think he was a bit weirded out at first, but it's been, like, well over a couple years now, and he's used to it. Full-blown Smurf collection. That gets the ladies (laughs) over to your house. (laughs) Maria, what do you think? Is it weird? I am with you, Sharon. That's very weird. Oh, it's just what wakes me up. What would you do if you went home with a dude and then he, he had his no. soft toy there for a cuddle? I think it's okay to keep them for sentimental reasons, but no need to sleep with it. That's mm. just going a bit far. Why is it going too far, though? Why? Teddy bears are for children. Says who? Oh, here Bloody we go. Here teddy bear police is called her. I'm with you, Maria. Like, I, have, I still have my childhood toy, but it is sitting in another room. It's, it's, not, it's not in the bed where the magic happens. No. Magic is definitely no. happening as well, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Maria. Hey, The Edge, what do you think? Is it weird? No, I don't think it's weird. I sleep with a teddy bear as well. My boyfriend's there. I bring it to his house. This is 50-50 <laughs> split. You oh, I think it's more, it it's more his his yeah, we don't live together, so I bring them a little bag. <laughs> oh, that no, that's too far. When you're packing them for an overnight, that's too far. Okay, we, we asked this yeah. question yesterday. Uh, if there's a fire, who are you saving, your boyfriend or your teddy? Oh. Hmm, that's a hard one. <laughs> he could probably save himself. I mean, he can he can get out of the house. My teddy bear can't really walk. Okay, he's a, he's a deep sleeper. He can't wake up. You've got your boyfriend oh. or your teddy bear. This is a horrific hypothetical. Yeah, that's a horrible this situation. never happens to you. Well, I mean, I've got two hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> that a girl, she's saving the teddy. Oh, she's my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? And finally, Emily, is it weird? No, God, no. Everyone does weird things, like, behind closed doors. She's cute. <laughs> Emily, oh, Emily's, like, Emily's like, you should yes. see the weird shit I get up to. I think this is the weird... weird shit. This is the weirdest one, though. Imagine if you went home to this, Emily... My 39-year-old boyfriend still sleeps with his old Santa teddy. It's no longer white, it's gone brown, and I call it death bear. <laughs> Would you be disturbed by this if you went home to your boyfriend's house for the first time and you see his brown beard just waiting for you? You might as well be a lesbian and date a female because that's not very manly. Oh, sexist! <laughs> sexist! <laughs> so you're saying only women are allowed to sleep with the teddy bears now? No, but I prefer a man or I just go lesbian. <laughs> Hey, Emily, Emily, it's 2017. <laughs> Guys are allowed teddy bears too. <laughs> no, I'm judging you, John Oak. No, no. <laughs> Thanks, Em. Lovely to talk with her. She's hard case. I like Emily. Oh, what was the end result of this thing we just did? I think it was I fun. No, yeah. I think people are in favour of the bears, guys. Everyone yeah, needs to have stay. one. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Jono's trying to get something to catch on. Take it away, Jono. Uh, it's the catchphrase, Wally Stick. Um,
um, feel free to say it. Use it in conversation. Use it around your colleagues, friends, family members. It's a versatile catchphrase. Sharon, you're a Wally stick. You know what you are, mate? You're a bloody good Wally stick. You know what you are? A <laughs> you know how bad that was because we just had to beep it. Mm. <laughs> Thankfully... There's something called censorship on this show. Well, sometimes it doesn't happen. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday you said two f bombs and three o'clock. Now you just tried to say that filth, that filth. So Made my Wally six bloody get all nervous now. Sorry, that was pretty good though, wasn't it? No, no, I don't have any bar of that. Okay. Smut on my my watch. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to get Wally Stick trending. Wally Stick is a word that is catching on with the audience. You just called Jess a Wally Stick. <laughs> no one's calling anyone a Wally Stick. Because <laughs> no, no one's ever heard that phrase before. No one's ever oh, heard the that. phone cut out. Jess didn't hear it. Is Wally Stick the new catchphrase <laughs> no of 2017? Hashtag oh, Wally Stick. No, you get it trending. Do you think Wally Stick's catching on as well? No, definitely not. No. Hashtag Wally Stick, no. guys. Get that a go no. on Twitter. Don't be a Wally Stick, mate. I just put that on. No. <laughs> You know, and I said that it's catching on with the audience. All those examples were just me saying Wally Stick. Yeah, it's just you. And the only audience member said that they didn't like it. Uh, but we're going to get a celeb buy-in now, celeb power, because you need to start, as soon as you get the celebs on board, the nation's on board. So who would you like to call? Uh, Who's your celeb? Someone, someone's in a powerful position. Uh, a lady who speaks to the nation every night, Carnoa Lloyd from The Project. Oh, she okay. Can, she can say Wally Stick on The Project. Oof, we're home and host, mate. <laughs> She can call a politician a Wally stick or something. All right. She's going to take off. We'll give it a go. She's the mother of the nation in waiting, Carnor, isn't she? Well, she's just her own person, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Carnor speaking. Carnor, John O'Ben and Sharon, how are you, mate? I'm really good. How are you You're guys? doing well. Would you be offended if I said you were the mother of the nation in waiting? <laughs> um, I would not be offended. That would warm my heart. So, but oh, I okay. You're quite wrong. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. We just said so that you, you, you were your own person. <laughs> we were trying to make you your own identity. <laughs> oh, I mean, do. Like, I wouldn't mind being the cool auntie of some people in the nation if they're on board with it. I don't yes. know anything down anyone's okay. throat. Yeah, the loose auntie who lets me go smoke ciggies at her house. Hey, that's you, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're busy preparing. You're busy preparing for the project tonight. You're probably preparing your interviews uh, with politicians and you know the newsmakers and stuff. Absolutely. Could you do me a favour, Carno? I'm just trying to get some groundswell on a, uh, a new catchphrase for 2017. Oh, groundswell! That sounds really professional. Okay, Wally Stick. Beg your pardon? <laughs> Wally Stick. See, even Can you put no, not into it. Let me finish my This is like Dragon's Den, oh, but if I had two God. two people on the sidelines mocking me. Wally Sick. Wally Stick. <laughs> Wally Stick. So you're interviewing, I'll give you an example. You're interviewing Bill English. He's avoiding your questions. He's being a politician. He's not giving you a straight yeah. answer. You're like, come on, you Wally. Don't be a Wally Stick. Bill, tell me the truth. <laughs> okay, one, I would never say that to Bill English okay. because he's a really nice bloke and it might hurt his feelings. Okay, all right. <laughs> now, listen, I know you love it. I can tell. She, she clearly doesn't love it. Yeah, I would love to support you, Jono. Thank you very much. Stop there. That's that just, you do. Stop your sentence oh there. God. I would love to support you. I'm going to do it tonight <laughs> on the project. No, I feel like more than the sentence. <laughs> Carrying your sentence, Carnot. <laughs> If the occasion arises, I can guarantee you I will say Wally Stick, but I cannot picture the circumstances in which it might be appropriate. Well, we will have to tune into the project at 7 on 3 tonight to see whether or not Kanoa will say Wally yeah. Stick. Or we, or we just will watch it because it's a good show and she definitely won't say Wally Stick. Hey, Kanoa, okay. this could make you officially the cool auntie or the auntie that I don't like. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
much. No pressure. No pressure. I love you, Carnoa. You're a wonderful person, wonderful human being. We'll see if Wally stick Aww. emerges tonight. This could be you could be the you could be the one who starts it, Carnoa. No pressure. <laughs> have a great day. You're so friends. We'll find out if it happens tonight, 7 o'clock on 3. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Now, friend of the show, Guy Williams, has got a brand new comedy special out now. Wow, 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 wow. Look who's come crawling back. It's great to be here, guys. <laughs> great to be on the show. Great to have myself. Have you introduced me? Do people know no, who I am? Guy Williams. <laughs> Guy Williams. <laughs> That was so condescending. Great to be here, guys. <laughs> Wait, you, you're always good at doing intros. Why don't you do your own intros? Yeah. For, for old times' sake. I can't sake. intro myself. Yeah, you can. Come on. All right. Well, if you guys do my special intro that we okay, should do on the Guy okay. Show and Glitch okay. Show. Bring it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the wonderful, the amazing Guy Williams. Hey! Who did if you just joined the program, Guy uh, used to do the show with Sharon everyone last year. Everyone knows, mate. It was the greatest show of all time. It was yeah. the greatest show of High all time. High rating. Everyone loved it. It yeah. was. I was the. I was. We had good times. But then Guy kept hitting on me. It got too much, so I decided <laughs> to get two new guys instead. And now it's pathetic when I come back here because every time I come back here, I'm like, "Can I do an interview on the show?" And you guys are like, "Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, well, you just you never come in just to catch up." Well, guys, I've hit a new rock bottom to my previous rock bottoms that I've been in before. <laughs> I've, invent- I've invested about $5,000 in myself. Rich. I know, I know. This is my life savings that I should be using to pay off my student loan <laughs> into my filming myself doing stand-up, and now I need to plug it to his... Please watch it. Please watch my special, guys. Uh, have, please. You f- have you filmed a stand-up special, I've filmed a stand-up comedy special. This makes me so angry. I'm because such an idiot. I what have I done? I didn't know that guy was doing this, and I texted him and I said, you should film a comedy special and sell it to someone like Lightbox or something. She did do this. This is not even and made then, up. And then Guy texts me back and he goes, oh. I just filmed one last night that I'm going to put on my Facebook page. Yeah. And he's putting it on his Facebook for page free. For, for free. free. I know. And now just even saying it out loud, I'm like, man, I'm the stupidest person financially in the world. I haven't paid off anything in my life. I still live at home with my parents. Yeah, well, listen, but you started out oh. your career selling your tickets to your shows. Doing uh, Koha tickets. So yeah. people, people and we're New Zealanders. If there's oh. an option not to pay, we're not going to pay. For goodness sake, it's Māori Language Week and you you did it. It's Koha. Koha. How many times have I tell you this? Koha, I'm sorry. My terero so is not up to scratch. Oh, don't. Oh, you can't oh, even say geez. it. Hey, yeah. I'd love to talk about your shitty comedy show all day, but I'd much <laughs> rather talk about uh, how you're the Green Party's Clark Gayford. Yeah, the, word, the poor man's Clark Gayford. I heard you finally got a girlfriend. Guys, I've lost my virginity. Yay. I'm so proud. <laughs> so proud of myself. This is a great achievement for old guy. So the, wait, sure, your time on the edge, I was single. I never could meet anyone. I was going bad. I had a few attempts at relationships, and they went bad. And finally, I've met someone, which is really oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but, but um, you're, you're going out with uh, Goldreese, who's in the Green Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, basically yeah. like New Zealand's a Mal Clooney. I don't know how you've done it. Yeah, she's <laughs> like an absolutely gorgeous. Went to Harvard University yeah. as a human rights lawyer, yeah. crazy yeah. intelligent, yeah. and she's a politician, and then she's dating Guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is no one in New Zealand that is punching more than me. No I think one. you can agree. <laughs> in every facet, career-wise, uh, appearance-wise, in every relationship-wise and personality-wise, she's over me in every, and I'm very, very lucky. And uh, I'm just trying not to say anything because I don't want to stuff it up. Don't stuff it up, Guy. Don't stuff oh, it up. Is, on a serious note, is it that... Is, because she's a politician or yeah. an aspiring... She's not a politician yet. She's a lawyer MP, yeah. who would like to be a politician, yeah. Do you feel that you do have to watch what you say now? Yeah, I do, and do I haven't you? done that at all. And that's why the Green Party's <laughs> going so bad. That's why they're, that's why they're in this mess, mate. It's all, it's all my fault. When I, I hosted the Green Labour State of the Nation, when that happened, all right, 
right? The leader, the leader of the Labour Party was um, Andrew Little, and the leader of the Greens was Materia Tude. Since then, they're both gone. And like, how does that make me look? I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm political poison. Yeah. Go Reese. Go Reese. Monica run. Lewinsky of New Zealand. <laughs> I am the Monica Lewinsky of New Zealand. I think that sums it up. I don't know if you're Wait, that why good. Why are you the Monica? Have you been bloody? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying a tank full of crap. Maybe that's a bad analogy. It's a bad analogy. Bad and analogy. If any, if, if any um, politicians want sexual favours, I'm also up for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right, Guy Williams, uh, we look forward to checking out your comedy show at uh, guywilliams.com. You, you're not going to check it out. One of you guys has to watch it at All least right. once. All right. That's Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Good on you, Guy. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the Edge. Married at First Sight, New Zealand, coming soon to three. And joining us in the studio, two of the relationship experts, Tony and Pane. How are you doing? Yeah. Very well. Good, good to see you. you guys. Good to see you. How do you, how do you think of this relationship? Here is going. Well, our, our one with you. Oh, great, solid so far. Solid at the moment. Solid ten. <laughs> solid job. Well done. What's the best way to make a good first impression on someone? What's oh. one surefire trick where you're like, "Geez, that that's a really good bastard I just met there." Good eye contact and nice smile. What about the firm handshake? I hear about not that. Not too firm. Not yeah. too firm. But also not too soft. Not too soft. Yeah, yeah. find that yeah. middle line. I've, so. I've, I've sh- shaken hands with people who actually crush you and you're like, okay, who are you trying to dominate right now? And <laughs> Is it a domineering <laughs> thing, is it? <laughs> well, that's why you do it in business. Like they, just to, you know, assert, assert authority. Because I notice yeah. Trump, he always goes over the top of the other people. Trump's a whole different kettle of fish, sure. I think. Yeah. But we that could, is a move. That's a power move. The yeah, power move, it's go all, over the top but it's funny because instantly for me when someone goes for that kind of handshake to me it actually indicates insecurity when you have to show dominance oh, in that God. way it actually <laughs> indicates insecurity ah. now the reason we got uh, we want to get you guys in today is obviously Married at First Sight is coming and we can't wait to see all of your expertise fold out across the TV show because I find it so fascinating what do you do first just quickly both of you my role, I'm a yeah. counsellor, so Good I work counselor. with individuals and families and, and couples and that's yeah. what I do all day every day. So a lot, a lot of relationship stuff, a lot of relationship counselling you do, Tony? A lot. And, pa- and Pani, what do you do? So I'm a senior lecturer in psychology at AUT, so okay. I'm a lecturer, academic, and I research relationships. I research and write and teach about relationships. And yeah. I've done lots of stuff around kind of contemporary types of relationships, like online dating, yeah, Tinder, right. those, those are the kind of areas I focus on. So I find this really interesting because like, I've got a few friends at the moment um, that have been all they want is to find love and to settle down and they've dated a lot of bad like like this is a couple of guys and a couple of girls that have dated uh just some shitters and <laughs> i i always say them i'm like get on tinder like it's just good to get used to like having the banter or whatever but do you think tinder is a place to find a relationship or is it just a place to get laid so research indicates our research at AUT and now international research that's coming out people definitely use it for finding relationships. It's multi-purpose, so it's like friends, hookups, and relationships. And a lot of the people we've interviewed have found their partners from Tinder. So it's definitely not a hookup app. So we've got Pani and Tony with us, the uh, experts for uh, Married at First Sight New Zealand starting soon on three. Uh, you've obviously met all the couples. Mm-hmm. And uh, are, are, there, are there any couples where you're like, geez, why have we matched those two people <laughs> together? We've had a shocker. No. Oh, there's, there's been a lot of ups and there's been a lot of downs, but that's exactly what we'd expect to see from any relationship mm. on the show or off the show. So it's, so it's okay and that's what we're there for especially my role for those downs that's where I jump in and, and hopefully they don't yeah. crash yeah, I just too hang low. out with them everything, when everything's going well I'm like hey guys <laughs> high five, high five. Yeah. how do you know when a relationship's just done its time like what are the surefire signs where you're like geez, I've got to, I've got to pull on I've this I've got to gap it <laughs> 
Oh, I think all relationships go through their cycles and they all have their challenges, which is okay. It's just if you have one challenge uh, one challenge a week or one challenge a month, then uh, then then that's okay. But if mm. you're having a, quite a significant challenge every single day, but it depends on the sort of disputes that they're having. If we're talking quite high-end and it's quite mm. Mm. unhealthy, mm. Then, then that's where mm. hopefully a member of the family or somebody that's that's connected to that relationship jumps in and says, hey, that's that's not okay. Yeah, it's very variable depending on the couple. Like some yeah. couples have high intensity but high resiliency. Other couples, you know, they can they can't really handle an argument a week or something. So it really mm. depends on right. the on the you know. Six. How regular? How often for a healthy relationship? <laughs> oh, so we're talking long. I feel talking, like Mike Hoskin. <laughs> are, you talk, are you talking long term or honeymoon period here? I'm just talking for any relationship. Does it vary? Does Can it vary? I just say there is absolutely no hard and fast rule. And if no. anything in the contemporary... Great use of the term there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did that. I am both of those things. Not too hard and not too fast. <laughs> TMI, <laughs> TMI, bro. TMI. Um, yeah, so and in the contemporary context, I think there's a lot of pressure on us to be having lots of sex, lots of good sex, explosive, like mind-blowing sex with our partner. And there's actually too much pressure to, on us to be sexual, highly sexual, be sexual in specific ways. So it's really... Really, sex is relational. It's right. about two people and what they like to do in bed and how often and in what way. And it's really something that comes from communicating with your partner if it's a long-term thing, how mm. you want to kind of approach it. And right. really trying to kind of like not buy into the kind of popular culture or the magazine crap that comes to what you should be doing. Oh, yeah, in we were bed. talking about this before. Like, uh, Cosmo said that if you're a long-term relationship, you should be having sex three times a week. This is including people with kids, and I'm like... I don't even shower I'm three like, times a week. I'm like, I'm like three Blood. times a week with the same guy. That's a lot. And, and different oh. people have different sorts of desires, yeah, you know. Yeah. You, and and often couples have to negotiate that. You you might have someone who has a higher, you know, libido, libido quote yeah. unquote. Right. And people negotiate that stuff. So I think it's really an individualistic couple situation. So there's no hard and fast rules again. All right. How do I win an argument? That's my big thing. Right? How do I? How do I just walk up a few more wins? This is the great relationship advice. But so how do you win an argument? Well, how do you defuse it? You you listen. Right. So one of the one of the biggest, I suppose, tricks to any sort of conflict is to yeah, just shut up and listen. But it's hard because you want to get your point across. Can you I just wanna... say? Can I just say this is the thing to think about when you're in an argument with your partner? Yeah. Is do you want to win or do you want to understand? Oh, and do you want to point. do you want to connect or disconnect? Yeah, Ben. So <laughs> what do you want to do, buddy? So it's <laughs> is it just truth, like a win, just points on the board. <laughs> is it true the rule like um because I remember being told this once uh, and you kind of listen to it. So when you're having an argument, because my husband and I we're both yellers. So like <laughs> every like couple times a month we'll have a good one. We'll have a good fight where you're like, oh god, the neighbours definitely heard that. <laughs> It'll be over something stupid, like a toilet roll or something. But the one thing that someone told me that you should be like, I hear what you're saying, but... And it kind of makes them feel like they listen to. Otherwise, yeah. they keep going higher and higher. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But then yeah. he's also yeah. a walk off kind of guy. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> he's a yeah. walker offerer, which yeah. is like, is yeah. walking off a good thing, or is telling them you can hear them a good thing, or is it just 
What is it? Nearly. All of that, but without the but. Because if you say that, I hear what you're saying, but, but. then you've negated exactly uh. what you said. Ah. So really what you've said is, I hear what you're saying, but means, <laughs> like, I, I tolerated what you just said, <laughs> but I but didn't hear that. I've just waited yeah. for my that opportunity to get That explains why that doesn't sometimes yeah. work. And what about yeah. retreating? Because it's like, apparently it goes back to like cavemen days where no, men no. are just like natural retreaters. We, I think calling off periods are really important. Um, trying oh, see, I want to wanna keep it going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would too. Yeah. She would be a keeper at going. <laughs> Don't you walk away from me! <laughs> but then you want to go away and come up with some good arguments to come back. And then it's like, can you revisit that argument later? And can you chalk up a Wimby? Because <laughs> the points you may not have thought of at the time, you can come back with those later. And that's possibly the advantage of taking the approach, you know, with the immediacy of, of that explosive communication. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. At least it's done. But then if you go yeah. away and reflect and, and you take too much time, then you're right. That. Really, that. you just have mm. this massive list mm. of, yeah. whoa, when we catch up again in 15 minutes, <laughs> you're I'm gonna ready. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. I've regrouped. Yeah. <laughs> Had a half time. Yeah, one nil me. <laughs> Party and Tony uh, for Married at First Night uh, Site New Zealand coming soon to three. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Johnny Ben and Sharon on the edge.